0: Can I just say that it is freezing cold in my office right now? Friends, I'm sitting here with an electric blanket, two pairs of pants on, two shirts, a hat, and I am still cold. Does anybody else this time of year just get chilled to the bones? I've had two cups of coffee and I am still freezing. I can't stand it. I cannot wait for warmer weather. I am so ready. It's not even funny. And it's not even officially winter yet. That's bad news. I think we still have what, nine more days until official winter solstice? Yeah. I'll have to do some more warming techniques. We could even do a podcast on that how to keep yourself warm in the winter months. But today we're going to talk about something else. We're going to talk about how to stop. Playing the comparison game because somebody always loses in the comparison game, and more often than not, it's probably you. And why do we do that? So, that is where we're going today. So, I encourage you to take some notes. If you are doing other things, that's cool too. Maybe you can come back and listen to this again because this is an issue that pops up for, I'm going to say, roughly 80% of my audience. And it's something that I have struggled with and it can be all-consuming if you let it. And it's a real hindrance to feeling captivatingly confident when you are comparing yourself. So, that's what we're going to dive in and talk about today. This is episode 32 of the Captivatingly Confident podcast. Welcome to the Captivatingly Confident podcast. My name is Kim Bluteman, and I am passionate about helping women just like you embrace your true self so you can show up confidently in your life. Join me as we talk about overcoming limiting beliefs, reshaping what health and wellness really look like, and take steps to becoming captivatingly confident. With all that said, let's go to the show. All right, here we go. We are talking about comparison. So let's start by defining what comparison is. Comparison is holding somebody up next to yourself and putting one of you down. That's right, putting one of you down. Now, you're a nice person. So why would you do that? Why would you knowingly? make somebody less, whether that's you're making yourself less or you're making the other person less. Why would you do it? Let's talk about that. First of all, it's biological, right? Think back to caveman days, survival of the fittest. You looked at your neighbor and determined if you could run faster than them because when the predators came, if you didn't run the fastest, you got eaten. Simple as that. So, It's biological. We're hardwired to be competitive by nature and to compare ourselves. Thankfully, we have evolved in the last however many years. And we still struggle, but it's not to that extent. The other reason that we do it is because it keeps us safe in our failures. So you have a perceived sense of failure. There is a way in your life that you are not measuring up. You are not enough and you need to confirm that by looking at other people who you perceive to be ahead of yourself because when you compare yourself to them you feel like i'm not as good smart pretty successful talented blessed whatever word do you want to put in there as this person and what that does is it keeps you safe Because let's be real about it, getting outside of your safety zone and doing something new and scary and challenging is terrifying. Sometimes, especially if you feel like you lack the confidence to go after what you want in your life, then it's so much easier to just confirm what you already believe and to keep yourself safe. That's another reason we do it. Or maybe it's to pad your ego. Maybe you feel insecure about yourself, and so you compare yourself to people that you feel like are behind you or not doing as well as you, and that pads your ego. And it's not that you are a self-centered you-know-what. It's that you feel insecure. You lack confidence. You feel like you don't measure up. This kind of goes in line with staying safe in your failures, but it's flipped, right? Instead of putting you down, it builds you up and puts the other person down because your ego needs a little bit of a boost. And that's no good either. The fourth reason is because you're jealous. Straight up. You are jealous. You see somebody else's success, you want it, and you're jealous that they have it and you don't. This is me. I'm going to be real transparent. This is me sometimes. Specifically, Rachel Hollis, here's looking at you, girl. I'm being honest with you right now. I struggle to compare myself to Rachel Hollis because we both do similar things and I'm not where she is. And I'm jealous of her PR team. I'm jealous of her success and I would like to have that. However, that puts me down and it elevates her. And I don't know her story. I don't know her daily struggles. I have no idea if she yells at her children in the morning. I don't know. I don't know what her struggles are. And it's not fair to compare her story to my story because my success will look different than hers, and that is perfect. It's exactly how it should be. It's my own personal brand of success. I create my success, not Rachel Hollis. Nobody creates your success but you. Nobody creates your reality but you. Boom. There's that. Okay. So how do we stop and get off the comparison train? How do we do it? So I have a few ideas and here's what they are. The first one is be aware when you're doing it. Sometimes we get so ingrained in the act of comparing, we don't even know we're doing it. What? It's so ingrained it becomes subconscious. So what you have to do is the hard work of raising your awareness of when you're doing it. And that means staying on top of your mental processing, your mental thoughts, what's going on in your head, and listening to those voices and determining when they're speaking truth and when they're not, when they're comparing and when they're not. And you have to be aware because if you're not aware of when you're doing it, how can you change it? You can't. So, and catching yourself after the fact is not helpful. So we want to catch it when that first thought happens. That's what we want to do. Second, you need to know your value and your worth. And this is the hard part right here, is knowing your value and worth. How do you know your value and worth? You have confidence in yourself. And this is where my five-step roadmap to becoming captivatingly confident can help you with that. This guide walks you through how to raise your awareness of what you're doing, what you're thinking, what your struggles are, what your hopes are, and then move into acceptance of said struggles, desires, dreams, hopes, fears, accepting those. Because then from acceptance, you can move into appreciation. And that appreciation for who you are as a human being propels you into investing and valuing yourself. Because when you value yourself, you invest. And One of the ways you invest is by not comparing yourself to others. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in a minute. So after you know and value yourself... Then you can reap the benefits of growth. You can cash in the check for all the hard work that you've done, and you can enjoy being captivatingly confident. So that is what this guide is all about. It's gorgeous. It's easy to use. And at the end of it, you get to register for a live class that I'm going to do. And it's going to be how to take this guide one step further so that you can get some practical application. But we always start with awareness, right? We have to start with awareness. And once you've started with that, then you can go deeper. So if you want to snag that guide, and I highly recommend that you do, all you need to do is head over to CaptivatinglyConfident.com backslash roadmap. One word, roadmap. And that roadmap is free for you. So all you have to do is sign up on the website to grab that. It'll get emailed to you. That'll have a link on it to the live class, which is going to be January 10th, which is a Thursday at 5 p.m. PST, which is 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So shameless plug for that. Guys, seriously, you're going to want this guide. No joke. It's incredible. I'm so excited for you to have it. Oh, so excited. Okay, but enough about that. So that is how you know and value and feel worthy in your own skin. And that is a pivotal part of stopping the comparison game. If you need to stay stuck in that perceived failure zone, or you need to pad your ego, or you're still staying stuck in the jealous spot, then it is so hard to stop comparing. It's so hard. And I'm not saying you're going to stop permanently, but as you raise your level of awareness of when you're doing it and really honing in and owning your own confidence and your own worth, and you're able to embrace that, it becomes much easier, much easier to spot and stop. So then the third step, of how we stop comparing, you choose to do it. You choose. It is your choice. It is up to you. You get to take responsibility for your choices and actions. Gosh, do I sound like a mom or what? Oh, just channeled my mother right there. Sorry about that. Let me, let me soften this. You choose. You can choose to compare yourself or you can choose not to. My husband is a therapist and he has a philosophy that you can't just tell yourself no all the time because that triggers the inner rebel. Instead, what can you say yes to rather than say no? Because our brains move from pain to pleasure. They like things that feel good, right? That makes sense. So what can you say yes to? And I would suggest that you can say yes to building the other person up. Rising tide lifts all boats. We are all boats out there, my friends. We're all boats. And we can lift each other up. We have that power. Can you imagine what it would look like if all the women in the world owned their inner power They embraced their true self, and they were doing the same for other people and lifting each other up rather than bringing either themselves or others down. Say what? That would be incredible. And it's totally doable, and it starts with you. It starts with me. It starts with us right here, the listeners of this podcast. That is where it begins. So how do you choose to stop? Well, first of all, you have to identify what is happening inside of you. What is the root issue here? Again, is it jealousy? Is it a bruised ego? Is it unspoken expectations? What is going on for you in that moment? Recognize the feeling, call it out, let it take up some space for a second. If you're feeling jealous, feel the feelings of jealousy and then trace it back, right? Reverse engineer where this feeling is coming from. Where did it start for you? What's happening inside of you? Because once you've identified the root issue, then you can find ways to build up rather than tear down. Again, rising tide lifts all the boats. How can you build somebody else up? And conversely, how can you build yourself up? If you are kind of acting in that stay safe in my failure zone or You're feeling jealous or you're feeling insecure, right? How can you meet that need for yourself? What do you need? This is one of the best questions you can ask somebody and yourself. What do I need in this moment right now? I am feeling X. What do I need so that I can move past this feeling? So that I can move out of it, not get rid of it, not minimize it or micromanage it but what do I need to actually work with it and get past it? And that, my friend, is a much healthier choice than putting somebody else down. And that action right there allows you to vibrate at a higher frequency. I love Jen Sincero. She is amazing. And if you haven't read her book, You Are a Badass, you need to stop what you're doing right now. Go to Amazon and grab that. Guys, It is incredible. That is a book that has changed my life. No joke. But she talks about our vibration and our energy that we're putting out into the world. And if we are operating in that stay safe in my failure zone, in that jealous zone or insecure zone, you cannot vibe at a higher level. You cannot raise all the ships when you're not raising yourself with it. You've got a vibe at a higher level. And it's something that you choose, but it's also something that happens as a byproduct of embracing who you are and moving forward in confidence. The more confidence that you have, the higher your vibration level. And as that vibration level rises, you attract similar vibrations. This is physics, my friend. I'm not making this up. This is legit, I promise. You will attract that which you put out. You will attract other individuals who are vibing at your level. And it is incredible the kind of people that you can surround yourself with when you stop comparing. When you stop, you just choose. You wake up and you choose this day, I will not compare. This moment, I will not compare myself. Instead, I am going to embrace myself. And I'm going to help others embrace themselves too. Because isn't it true that when you see somebody that's comfortable in their own skin, that they just like inspire the same in you? Don't you instantly just feel a little bit more relaxed around somebody that just is that they are who they are? Isn't that incredible versus somebody that you can tell they're kind of nervous and they don't feel super confident and they feel a little bit insecure. You can, and you, you kind of, you pick up on that. We pick up on each other's energy levels. And what would happen? Just imagine with me for just a second. What would happen if we all vibed at a higher level? If comparison wasn't even on the table, This is my dream for Captivatingly Confident. My dream is that everybody would go through this five-step roadmap program and come out on the other side, embracing who they are and taking up some serious space in their lives, just showing up, being present, being powerful, because you are powerful. Even if you are a quiet introvert, you have so much power, you don't even know. And it's all already there. These aren't things that you need to go and get. They're already inside of you. All it's going to take is raising that level of awareness, right? Bringing that up to the surface, letting it take up some space so that you can practice the roadmap or what I've called the flow of awareness, acceptance, appreciation, valuing, investing, and growing. These five steps give you the confidence to lift other people up and not put other people down or yourself down. So that is how you stop comparing yourself. You say yes to lifting other people up. You say yes to lifting yourself up. Self-love. How can you love others if you don't love yourself? This is a critical part that we're missing, right? The golden rule. Treat others how you want to be treated. How do you want to be treated? Why is that important? Love others as yourself. If you don't love yourself, you can't love others. Not authentically, I would argue. All right, my friends, that is where we're ending today. If you have some thoughts and you want to share them, we want to hear. Head over to the Captivatingly Confident Community on Facebook, KimLudeman.com. We'll get you there. Share with us some of your thoughts. We'd love to hear it. Or challenges, questions, feedback. That is your place to go for support and encouragement. I sincerely hope you will join over there. Again, if you want to grab that five-step roadmap That is available on my website, captivatinglyconfident.com backslash roadmap. All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time and I will see you next time.